I'm Jeff Wells, and you're listening to Walk Among Heroes podcast, episode one, from our trip to Europe with Mr. Reed Clanton as he returns to Europe for the first time since World War II. And throughout this trip, which will take place over the next two weeks, I want to do my best to bring you moments from that trip uh, to, to allow as many people as possible to feel like they're actually here. And so just to give everybody a brief overview, we're going to save the intro jingle and things like that. And we're just going to get right down to it. And so tonight's recap for today, which is May 31st, uh, Mr. Clanton arrived at the airport around 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, he has not traveled or flown. He and Carolyn have not flown for 30 years or so. And he has not left the United States uh, more than, than one time and, and when he went to Mexico since World War II. So this trip is the first time uh, he's ever traveled this far since World War II. And of course, he was traveling via boat during that time. But this time he flew uh, from Austin, Texas into London, uh, where we picked him up around 11 a.m. And we thought he was going to be exhausted. I mean, he's almost 98 years old and, and making this trip across the world. And boy, he was ready to roll. Unbelievable that the stamina that he has. And so we picked him up, took him back to the hotel briefly. And then we spent the afternoon uh, touring various sites in London. We first went to the Churchill War Rooms, which is the uh, underground, previously top secret complex of bunkers where Winston Churchill really led the war effort from Great Britain, particularly during the Battle of Britain, which was the furious bombing campaign that Germany was just bombing the, the hell out of London. And the whole point there was to basically bomb England into submission to the point that they would uh, negotiate, come to the peace table, or maybe weaken them enough to possibly invade England. But during that time, London was just getting pelted every single night, and morale was very low. And so Churchill uh, came forward and, and basically inspired the country to stay on course, even though there was no clear path on how to win versus Germany. He inspired the country and just led a phenomenal effort. And the Churchill War Rooms, which are underground, uh, underneath sort of the city center of London, that's where he led the war effort from. So Mr. Clanton took a VIP tour of that and, and checked everything out. And then he spent the afternoon seeing Big Ben and Westminster Abbey. He visited the Abbey. He and, and his wife, Carolyn, they lit a candle at the Abbey. They just did a whole bunch of things that he had always wanted to do. He's never been to London before. He bypassed London the first time he was there as on, en route to Omaha Beach. And so this evening we had a very special dinner, a very special guest, uh, Celia Sands, who is the granddaughter of Winston Churchill, Sir Winston Churchill, joined us for dinner and sat with Mr. Clanton and his wife. And we had just a wonderful conversation. And And to start the dinner, we kind of did a round robin and allowed everybody in the room to ask some questions and, and talk to her. And so I wanted to bring that to you today and to share that with you just again, so we can have as many people as possible feel like they're, they're part of the trip and part of the experience. And throughout the course of this, anytime we meet with a special guest such as Celia, I'll do my best to bring that to you in, in podcast form so you can listen to it whenever whenever you may have time. And if you haven't already, if you follow Walk Among Heroes on Instagram and on Facebook, we're posting basically following and chronicling Mr. Clanton's complete journey across Europe. So we'll be in, in London for a few more days uh, tomorrow, which will be June 1st. We'll be traveling to Bletchley Park. And Bletchley Park was was, uh, again, a top-secret classified campus to gather 
Intel and ultimately decode what was previously the unbreakable German Enigma uh, communication system that Germany had. And so what happened at Bletchley Park, many say shortened the war by several years. And it was a project that Winston Churchill had sort of masterminded and developed uh, to gain intelligence, which ultimately substantially helped with D-Day and other other major missions that we hear so much about. So tomorrow we're going to Bletchley Park and we're going to have the honor of meeting Miss Betty Webb, who was actually a veteran stationed at Bletchley Park uh, during the war. And she also is 98 years old. And so we're going to meet her and give her a chance to meet Mr. Clanton. And we'll do our best to capture some of that conversation and share it with you as well. So that's the plan. We'll keep doing this throughout the course of our trip. Hopefully enjoy it. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to contact us. Our email address is walkamongheroes at gmail.com. Again, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at walkamongheroes. Thanks and enjoy. This is Miss Celia. Uh, Celia is is the granddaughter of Winston Churchill, which of course you all know. And she's an amazing lady. Uh, she has, is a historian, uh, amongst many other things. She's written five books, authored and published five books, one of which everybody should have a copy of here. How come you only got us one? Well, you're... <laughs> At the end of the trip, there's going to be a comment card. And if, you, if, if you fill it out, we have a, uh, a receptacle right around here. Somebody you, you can drop it into. I'm sorry, Miss Silly. This, there's always one in the. There's always one in the crowd. Uh, so we're we're going to ask her just just a couple questions, and she's going to say a few words uh, before dinner, sir. Uh, to ask Miss Celia any questions that we'd like to ask her. I know we've been talking to her. And can you can you stop talking me, Miss Celia? I'm called Celia. Celia, sorry, sorry, it's a Texas thing. I'm sorry. Uh, so we have we have just a couple minutes, and so I'll start. I just have a couple questions for you, if it's okay. Far away. Uh, and my my question that I've always always been curious. Obviously, your grandfather is very well known. And he's he's a legendary man. Even but, I know him. You, what's that? Yeah, even I know him. Even. <laughs> but my question is, what quality of Winston Churchill do we know the least about? We hear all the famous quotes and all those things, but what what sticks out in your mind that we know the least? Well, he was a family man, and he loved all of. He loved having his family around him. I mean, he really liked that. And he liked having his family and, and his animals. He always had animals around him. What type of what types of animals? Well, he had cats and dogs. And <laughs> the last year, <clears throat> last t- time of his life, he always had a cat and a dog on the bed. <laughs> what type of dog, out of curiosity? He, you know. Yeah. I'm just curious. Well, you're curious, and I haven't got the answer. Yeah. I can't a little dog or a big dog? A poodle. 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 And they were talking about Winston Churchill. And they said he cannot live without champagne. That's right. He can't live without champagne in victory. 
I desire it, he said, and in, in, in defeat, I, I need, need it. it. Mm-hmm. 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 The, house, the house of Tattinger in Canterbury, known as the Garden of Eden, <laughs> I think was his uh, champagne, I guess. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, I just he, heard that the other he day. He liked it. Thought, Paul Roger oh, was his favorite champagne. Which one? Paul Roger. Paul Roger. Questions for Celia before dinner served? Does anybody have any questions? I've got a question. Go ahead. I thought of a question just now. I was reading today when we were looking at your grandfather's um, uh, museum, and I saw that he smoked a lot of cigars. Since just after breakfast, he would light one up, and then he would have his last one late in the evening. So, do you remember the smell of the smoke when he was? When he would uh, smoke a cigar. Well, yes, but a lot of the time they were dead in the ashtray, but there was always a cigar around. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> so there's a smell when you walk into a, some, into another place where you smell a cigar, does it remind you of your grandfather? Yes, it does, yeah. yes. Oh, absolutely. It's a smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a smell I like. It's a nice smell. Yeah. yeah. What was it like for your father growing up <laughs> with... His father being Winston Churchill. Well, it was my mother who was his daughter. Okay. And, well, I think they all grew up and they had a lovely time. They, they all adored him. I think he, was, he wasn't a difficult father. But he wasn't necessarily a very attentive one. No. Mm. He's busy. <laughs> he was pretty busy. He was pretty busy, yes. I have a question. When... When you, you mentioned that you went on the cruise to Greece and traveled with him, did he talk about the war all the time? Was that something no, that he no, was one thing he didn't about? talk about. I mean, I don't know anyone who was in the war who talked about the war, really. So I'm guessing you learned a lot about that part of his life other ways, not necessarily from him. Exactly. It's not an important question at all. But I'm a horse girl, and I saw that he played polo, and so did he continue with this, like, did you ever ride horses with him? Did he continue with this horse? I never rode with him, no, but he loved, he loved riding, and he'd, he enjoyed polo very much, but he'd stopped riding by the time I grew up. I see, okay, that makes sense, yeah. Where do you live now? I live not very far away. Oh, really? I live in London, yes. Yeah, London, oh, okay. Go ahead, Sarah. So, I, one of the things I was, um, I thought was very interesting at the museum today was his proclivity to technological advances and invention and forward thinking and what can we do different. Did that continue throughout his life? Or once he was done, did he sort of settle into that painter, artist, creative person? Well, I think the thing he enjoyed the most was painting. That was his favorite pastime. But he he was always interested in everything else that he didn't know about. <laughs> so they said today that he was a engineer and a what would he should have been born with some brilliant engineer. Is that how he was and problem solving and? I don't remember him like the engineering bit. I've never heard that before. It was something. I mean, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. That he no, I'm sorry. That he was a scientist. That if he had been born at a different time, he would have been a scientist instead of a politician, a military man. I've never heard that. Well, it's in the museum. 
She could have just made that up. <laughs> I don't think I did. I just thought it was really interesting. There's a 60% yeah. chance <laughs> to 70% chance. Is that chance. your wife? No. Is that your wife? <laughs> She's not here yet. Yes, and that's why they're separated. In the fifties, when he became prime minister again, did you ever have a chance to meet the queen or the king at that time? Well, it was it was the queen. I didn't meet. I, I met him. I, I met her, yes, but I didn't know her. But he saw a lot of her. Yes, he was absolutely adored her. I thought she was wonderful. She was really young. Then, she Very was, young. Yeah. I was hoping you could explain a little bit more about your Leadership Academy and the outreach with it and a little bit into the weeds with what it means. Well, you've made it very grand. It's not an academy. It's a, a leadership <laughs> a course. A leadership course. Yes. Okay. Okay. Which um, started some time ago. And, you know, frankly, it's rather come to a grinding halt because you know, people have to come along and decide they want to do it. Mm. So it hasn't happened for a while. But I started that because I thought it was a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. I'm sure COVID didn't help it. Well, COVID didn't help anything. I right? know, no, that's for sure. Have, yeah. Has anyone here had COVID? Yes. Everyone. <laughs> Probably everyone. escaped it. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I did, yes. I had it right at the beginning. Mm. I, I mean, I didn't really feel much with it. Bearing in mind our environment with our transatlantic cousins, if I may call you that. <laughs> Obviously, Winston uh, was dual heritage yeah. um, with the American mother and the English um, father. How much do you think his American side asserted itself during his lifetime? Oh, I think that I think that played a big part in his life. So I think that it made him a much more... Uh, he wasn't like the, his English contemporaries. You know, they were all much more stuffed shirt and everything else. He was far more, far, far more relaxed. I, th I think that the fact that he had an American mother was great. Mm -hmm. And I think that contributed to his personality a great deal. Good news. So uh, Celia has written a book. This was... 2003, 2004 time frame, you published this, I think. It'll say in the front. Something like that. Uh, but it's, it's called uh, We Shall Not Fail, and it's all about the leadership principles uh, that Winston Churchill, uh, and this is actually, I wanted also to, to uh, everybody to have a copy of this, and it's just harder to find, but this is a phenomenal, phenomenal book. And I actually used some of these principles uh, to teach my soldiers when I was in the, in the Army. I, I, Used to read a whole bunch of books, still do on leadership, and try to, you know. Bring you did all things. that before you met me, did you? I did. Yeah. Oh, wasn't that nice? I did. I did. And, and uh, but it's a phenomenal book that I highly. It's called We Shall Not Fail. Why has it got that white mark up on the top there? It's it was a price tag. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Quality control. Quality control, right? I don't know. A little bit of alcohol takes that off. I, I believe that, that, that's why. But anyway, just for everybody's, everybody's benefit. I have one question. What is your fondest memory of your grandfather as you were growing up? My fondest, your fondest memory of him? 
Oh, I think it was just, we just spent lovely times with him. I mean, we didn't, we used to, he was very tactile. So he would always hold our hands. And I mean, he was really nice to be with. And we used to go for lots of walks together. And he was just a very nice, cosy grandfather. Just to to go off of what Mike said there, so do you have anything of your grandfather's that you cherish the most? Did he give, did he pass anything down to you? I know he got a lot of gifts from all kinds of leaders around the world. No, I haven't, I haven't, no, I haven't. No? I haven't, no. We did, we, we somehow didn't ever get any of, any things. But what I have are memories, which is more important. And that concludes our short conversation with Celia Sands, granddaughter of Winston Churchill. And I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to try to bring these to you as often as we can throughout this journey as Mr. Clant makes his way across Europe. They're going to be quick. They're going to be no frills, no music, nothing like that. We just want to bring you the, the bare bones conversations and do our best to make you feel like you're there in real time. And I want to thank all of our guests who are, who are part of this trip. Uh, we have just a absolutely phenomenal group of people and they asked some, some amazing questions. Uh, each of them you heard as we kind of went around the room and Celia was nice enough to answer all their questions, but Robert, Martha, Tracy, Melissa, Sarah, Brian, Kathy, Julia, Van, uh, of course, Mr. and Mrs. Clanton, Reed and Carolyn, uh, Mike Tarr, Amber, Mike Denman, Janet. Thank you all so much for making this evening so special for all of us. And I know Celia had just a wonderful time when we walked her out and most of all, thank you, Celia, for taking the time to come meet with us. It's just a pleasure to to get to meet with you in person and for all of our guests to, to meet with you, and especially the Clantons. I know they just really enjoyed the heck out of it. So thanks so much. Remember to follow us at Walk Among Heroes on Instagram and Facebook. You can also follow us on YouTube, Walk Among Heroes. Uh, you can send us an email if you have any questions at all, walkamongheroes at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, www.walkamongheroes.org where we will post uh, generally speaking a daily video uh, segment from this trip we're not going to post one from today but we'll start tomorrow so thanks so much for tuning in and we will talk to you soon